November 1st is All Saints Day in our church calendar across the globe, and so we today recognize All Saints Day on this first Sunday after All Saints Day. And so for our scripture passage, we turn to the penultimate passage in the entire Bible, Revelation chapter 21, for these words of hope and promise this dream that John of Patmos casts for us about our deepest longings. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride dressed beautifully for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and God will dwell with them. They will be God's people, and God will be with them, and they will be with their God. God will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be death no more, no mourning, no crying, no pain, for the old order of things has passed away. And the one seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. I am making everything new. So write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And the one on the throne said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Please pray with me. O God, our Alpha and our Omega, our beginning and our end, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be holy and acceptable to you, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Roman Mars is the voice and the producer of the podcast 99% Invisible. And I have long been obsessed in the kind of way that people are obsessed with The Survivor or The Bachelor. I'm obsessed with this podcast. I listen to the new episodes as soon as they come out or sometimes, and this doesn't always happen, sometimes I can be persuaded to hold off so that my husband and I can binge listen the show together on long car rides. Not always. And the premise of this show is simple. There are stories just below the surface in our everyday lives, baked into the buildings we inhabit, the streets we drive on, and the sidewalks we traverse. Just below the surface is an entire universe of hidden design, that impacts how we live and sometimes saves our lives without us even noticing. Roman Mars takes podcast after podcast to remind us that anything from traffic lights to flood mitigation, from cycling lanes to manhole covers, have been meticulously designed in order to accommodate, protect, preserve, insulate, and safeguard human life. And there's a story behind every design. So if you happen to go down to the music room after worship to say thank you to all of those 
rejoice singers and ringers who sang so beautifully were to visit Lisa Bond, you will have to walk down a staircase. And someone had to think through every detail of that staircase. Is it wide enough for an emergency? Is the handrail sturdy? Are the bars between that support the handrail? Is there just enough room between them so that children walking down can remain safe? Are the steps deep enough for someone's foot to be planted firmly? Or does the exit door swing outward and have that push bar to make it easy to open? There was a team of engineers, fire safety professionals, and probably social scientists who had to come together designing exactly how a staircase like ours would function. And then there was another team of engineers who worked hard to design the curb ramp at the corner of Kenilworth Avenue and Warwick so that wheelchairs can safely travel down and across the street, or children on bicycles, or parents pushing strollers, all the while with rainwater still adequately flowing down toward the storm drains. And John Sharp knows very well, all too well, he might say, that it takes a flock of experts and a small army of professionals to ensure that our elevator, oh, no, he told me, our elevators, our two elevators are in working order because there were half a dozen appointments at least in September alone just for routine yearly inspections of our elevators. All this to say, in order for you to get here today, in order for you to be present in this sanctuary, you passed by dozens, maybe hundreds of design features that are literally life-saving, or at the very least, make your life just a little bit easier. And none of us noticed. We thought nothing of it. It takes a kind of intentional listening, a purposeful study, to see the invisible world that Roman Mars sees on a daily basis. But once you see it, you realize that we are forever accompanied by the wise counsel and strategic planning of a host of people who came before us. Every day, we are chaperoned and piloted and assisted and escorted by a multitude of the heavenly host, those whose clear-sighted design and prudent preparation made way for us to be exactly where we are. And it doesn't just happen in architecture and urban planning. What about this? Another small example of how far-reaching this great cloud of witnesses might be. Think of the pharmacists who distribute the medication that you take daily. And think of all the scientists and biologists and doctors who accompanied those pharmacists to design the pill you take. Not just its contents, but its very shape and size and dosage. We live in a 99% invisible world. Microbiologists would remind us that much of the world operates at a microscopic level. 
and astrophysicists and NASA scientists would tell us that the James Webb Telescope can show us just beyond what the eye can see in the night sky, a universe of galaxies and luminous objects and ancient pillar-like clouds of dust and still yet unknown planetary bodies. The social scientists would suggest that behind and within every social interaction, every human interaction, is this deeper psychosocial dynamic that can only ever be partially unpacked and understood. But there we go, going about our daily lives, forgetting and not knowing, forgetting that beneath our feet or just beyond what the eye can see is an entire world that is 99% invisible. Today, we celebrate All Saints Sunday. And All Saints, All Saints Day was established in 1835, centuries before the Protestant church existed, at about that moment in time when uh, there just became too many saints to keep track of. And so the church decided to clean it all up and celebrate all on one day, November 1st, without cluttering the church calendar with multiple celebrations of this saint and that saint every day of the week. And in our tradition, in the Protestant tradition, this makes room for a kind of democratizing of the saints. No one person is more saintly than another in the Protestant church. All of us, each of us, each of our loved ones and those who have gone before us are part of the great cloud of witnesses, the saints of light who are just beyond the veil, 99% invisible to us and yet present nonetheless. The saints are all of those who were faithful in their day and who accompany us now, surrounding us like a cloud. On All Saints Day, we remember those known and unknown to us who have walked the long path of life ahead of us and now have passed into the great beyond, entering that new heaven and new earth that John of Patmos envisions. And now they sing an eternal song of love. These saints of light are 99% invisible, just beyond our vision, a cloudy, clouded, foggy, often concealed, unseen presence just beyond the horizon. And so maybe, maybe I wear my grandmother's antiquated clip-on earrings as a visible reminder of the invisible companionship that she offers to me, even now, years after her death. Maybe you wear your grandfather's watch. Maybe you sit in your grandmother's pew. Maybe you intentionally or unintentionally adopted your mother's mannerisms. Maybe you speak aloud your brother's favorite phrases or find a way to keep your best friend's inside jokes alive. All in, at in an attempt to make visible the invisible. The saints are 99% invisible, and yet their presence is part of this life in distinct and indisputable ways. And the same is true of the God we worship. In this life, God is 99% invisible. 
It is our job to pay attention, to be awake, to open our ears, our eyes, our hearts, our minds to the possibility of the indwelling presence of the Spirit of the living God. Chapter 21 of the book of Revelation imagines this future in which God's dwelling place is now among the people. God's dwelling place is now among the people. And St. John of Patmos casts this as a future vision, and yet we know that this is true in its own way today, just obscured. God's dwelling place is now among the people. As the many translations of 1 Corinthians says, now we see things imperfectly. Now we see only a reflection. Now we see in a mirror dimly. Now we see through a glass obscurely. Now we see through a glass darkly. We go about our daily lives fostering a kind of forgetting and not knowing. Forgetting that beneath our feet or just beyond what the eye can see is the one in whom we live and move and have our being. The Alpha and the Omega, the Prince of Peace. It takes a kind of intentional listening and purposeful prayer to find out that it is possible to be centered, to be spiritually awake and open to the presence of God who is accompanying us into the unknown future and into the forever of life by God's side. So may we be awake. May we be awake and alive to the possibility of God's presence and may the saints of light, your beloved, the ones who have loved you all along, go with us and surround us and accompany us all the days of our lives. Amen.